This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Bellman, and it's time for another foray to the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, if there's one thing I've learned in a lifetime in the hobby, it's that you need to deploy massive amounts of patience for real long-term success. Sure, you can take shortcuts, employ hacks or workarounds or whatever, and speed stuff up a bit. Sometimes you can push too hard and get from point A to point C without hitting point B, but the results over the long-term are almost always not quite as good as when you slow your roll a little bit. Sure, many will argue with this point. I expect that. And this isn't the first time that we've talked about this stuff, and it definitely won't be the last. Yet it's so important, so fundamental to our practice, that it deserves mention yet again. When I see the questions that we receive and the questions asked on various online forums almost daily, which seem to question the need to understand processes and deploy patients when establishing botanical-style tanks, it's obvious that it needs to be reinforced from time to time. Patience and allowing the space and time for our aquariums to breathe and evolve, much like they do in nature. Yet when we think about our aquariums and the processes which we employ to create them in this way, the parallels between nature and the aquarium are kind of striking, aren't they? Let's examine this one more time, for the millionth time probably, so we can illustrate this. The evolution of many aquatic habitats that we model goes something like this. A tree falls in the dry forest. Wind and gravity determine its initial resting place, which is like you, sort of analogous to you positioning your wood pieces till you get them where you want them, and that position holds. Next, other materials, such as leaves and perhaps a few rocks or twigs or whatever, become entrapped around the fallen tree or its branches. It's like when we set a few anchor pieces of hardscaping material into the tank. Then the rains come, the streams overflow, and the once dry forest floor becomes inundated. It's analogous to when we fill the aquarium with water, right? It starts to evolve, it starts to come alive in a new way. The action of water and rain helps set the final position of the, the trees and branches and wash more materials into the area influenced by the tree, right? Analogous to when we place more pieces of botanicals and leaves, etc., into place. The area settles down a bit with occasional influxes of new water from the initial rainfall. You know, we make water chemistry tweaks, top off, do that kind of stuff. Fungi, bacteria, and insects begin to act upon the wood and botanicals which have collected in the water, and that's kind of like what happens in our tanks, isn't it? Biofilm and fungal growths are pretty beautiful, aren't they? Gradually, the fishes begin to follow the food and populate the area, which is the equivalent to when we add our first fishes to the aquarium based on our stocking plan. Okay, you get the idea. I can go on and on with ridiculous ideas like this, but you, you get the parallels. The stuff we do when we establish our aquariums mimics, on a surprising number of levels, the processes which occur as natural aquatic habitats evolve. And it's not always a fast process. And the thing we must deploy at all times in this process is patience, radical patience. Now, what's radical about patience? Well, these days, it seems that we tend to celebrate finished more than the process to get there, which is, in my humble opinion, kind of sad. So apparently, patience has become a sort of radical departure from the new normal in the hobby. Ironically, the real magic and fascination is the evolution of an aquarium system. It's as much about common sense as anything, actually. Yeah, common sense. 
that is not jumping right to finished or trying to. Rather, it's about taking a bit of time or even a long time to allow your aquarium to run in and develop before pushing it along. To allow the population of the supporting cast of microorganisms to evolve and multiply. It's actually a surprisingly interesting time. Just because your tank doesn't have fishes swimming around in it doesn't mean that it's not compelling or engaging. I mean, why are we always in such a hurry to get fishes in, get everything set perfectly and the tank Instagram ready? I know I've talked about this many times before, but I think it's because we've historically not celebrated the process of an aquarium establishing itself as a closed ecosystem. If we make an effort to understand how aquatic systems establish themselves and function, we develop an appreciation for each and every step in the process and how it will influence the overall tempo and ultimate success of the aquarium that we're creating. Suddenly, speed is secondary to process. When we talk about, you know, we take a view that we're not just creating an aquatic display, but rather a simulation of a diverse functioning habitat for a variety of aquatic life forms, we tend to look at it as much more of an evolving process than some sort of recipe or step-by-step -step procedure for getting somewhere. Taking the time to consider, study, and yeah, savor, each phase is such an amazing thing. And I'd like to think that as students of the you know, most compelling aquarium hobby niche in the world, as far as I'm concerned, that we can appreciate evolution as much as the finished product, if there ever is such a thing as a finished product in an aquarium, right? It all starts with an idea and continues with a little bit of a waiting game and a belief in nature, a trust in the natural processes which have guided our planet and its life forms for eons. The appreciation of this process is a victory in and of itself, isn't it? The journey, the process is every bit as enjoyable as the destination, I should think. In the botanical style aquarium game, rushing for the sake of getting finished or whatever is simply not advisable. And here's why. The way we've embraced the botanical style aquarium, it's not just about achieving a certain look. Now, yeah, we celebrate the look as much as anyone can, yet botanical style tanks are not really a style of aquascaping. They're a type of approach to creating and managing an aquarium. And what we need to celebrate is the creation, the evolution of a small microcosm, complete with the many life forms which encompass it. This takes some time. Populations of these organisms can only grow and multiply as fast as resources are available to them. Shortcuts really don't make much sense. Now sure you can and should consider jumpstarting your miniature ecosystem with bacterial and microorganism cultures to help get these valuable organisms into the system as early as possible. Makes sense. But you can't do this with the intention of rushing the process. It doesn't work that way. It takes time. The bacteria, the fungi, and other organisms which serve to process botanicals and nutrients within our aquariums take a while to establish themselves. Much like establishing the nitrogen cycle itself, botanical style aquariums require us to be patient while these secondary organisms arrive, grow, and multiply to sufficient populations capable of fulfilling this role within the closed ecosystem that we're establishing. The pace and duration of this process is dictated by the availability of numerous factors, including food resources, temperature, and perhaps most important, our ability to keep our hands off during this time. It's okay to go slowly. In addition to allowing microorganism populations time to multiply, the other benefit of patience when establishing a botanical style aquarium is that it gives you time to get in tune with your aquarium, to observe it, understand its baseline operating parameters, and make tweaks and edits to the equipment, the hardscaping, the lighting, whatever. A chance for you to get to know your new aquarium. A pretty exciting time, really. And think about this concept, which we discuss a lot around here. As botanicals begin to break down in the aquarium, they themselves and the organisms which feed upon them become, in turn, supplemental food resources for the higher life forms, i.e. our fishes. Yeah, fish spend most of their waking hours uh, devoted to 
acquiring food and reproducing, don't they? They have to have some resources available to hunt and graze for. That's reality. So why not think about this time while the tank is establishing itself as a time to help accommodate our animals' nutritional needs? And in our world, that might mean allowing some breakdowns of the botanicals or time for the wood or other botanicals to recruit some biofilms, fungi, even turf algae on their surfaces before adding the fishes to the aquarium. The process or the time frame it takes to establish can't be rushed. The very process of creating a botanical style aquarium lends itself to this onboard supplemental food production concept. The establishment of a sort of food web that's pretty analogous to those found in nature, right? And it plays right into the work that we regularly do as botanical aquarium fans. It's hardly a radical concept in our world, merely a simple mental shift that we can uh, make in the way we look at how our typical way of establishing an aquarium goes. Sure, shortcuts are exciting, appealing even. If we look at the whole goal as achieving some preordained checkpoint in our aquarium's lifespan, however, we need to look at them for what they really are. These are band-aids, they're props, they're hacks, if you will but they're not the key to establishing a successful, long-term viable botanical style aquarium. Ultimately, nature, the ultimate editor, has to approve the work that, or any boosts that we use to get there. Nature dictates the pace. We simply follow her lead. We employ practices such as the preparation and placement of our botanicals because they're measured steps on a long road. We see that people you know, come into our little niche with expectations of this glorious finished products achieving a certain look based on the tanks they see. It's human nature for sure, and I can't blame them. However, the best thing we can do for them and their fishes is to see that they succeed. We love new tanks that are just starting the journey because we know how they progress if they're left to do what nature wants them to do. We understand as a community that it takes time and it takes patience and that the evolution is part of the experience that we can savor most of all because it's continuous, it's ongoing. Yet in our little niche, we stress the aesthetics of the tank during the evolutionary process as part of the function too. We celebrate biofilms, brown water, and decomposition, not just for how they look, but for what they do and what they mean to the establishment and function of our little closed ecosystems. Tune out all the noise and the outside voices telling you to level up your tank. It's not a competition, it's a journey, a really, really long and enjoyable one in which every phase is amazing. One that rushing through will never bring you the result or satisfaction that a deliberate measured pace can. And that's why it's okay to go slowly. Stay observant, stay studious, stay excited, stay engaged, stay patient, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.